Hi everyone and welcome to another podcast from Firms Consulting. As we prepare to launch the strategy training library which contains detailed, realistic breakdown of major studies and how we conducted those studies, the world's largest strategy training library as such, I'm going to stick with the theme on how to excel and how to succeed as a management consultant as such. And in today's podcast, I want to talk about where management consultants place their emphasis when doing analysis. And specifically, I'm going to talk about a ratio I use. I use something called the productivity ratio when I look at the slides. Oh, well, actually, the, maybe the better word that I would use is the insight ratio. It's, it's a ratio that I use whenever I'm reviewing the slides that people have put together. So let me explain how this ratio works. The way the ratio works is, let's assume you had to do a piece of analysis to discover the best way to reduce costs at a, a beer manufacturer, right? So you are an associate or an analyst, and you're working on a part of that analysis to find a way to reduce costs at a beer manufacturer. And let's assume the part you are working on is to reduce the amount of paint and the price of paint that is used on the beer bottles, right? And you go ahead and you spend a lot of time doing this analysis, right? Really sophisticated looking slides, uh, tons of analysis, um, the beautiful slides, you know, they're, they're excellent. Now, the insight analysis works like this. I will look at the analysis you've done. I will look at what what is the headline. I'd look at the content of the slides. And what I will do is I'll count the amount of slides dedicated to the analysis and then I will count the amount of slides dedicated to the insights. Because typically what happens is that you have an insight on the slide itself. Let's assume you have a graph of um, paint costs benchmarked. So you'd have some insights in the headlines. But typically what happens is that you will show the analysis and then you will explain the implications at the end. Right? That's standard process. So I'm looking at how much slides you've dedicated to the implications. Now the rule I have is that if the number of slides dedicated to the analysis exceeds the number of slides dedicated to the implications, that's a problem. Because as a consultant, you paid for your insights. So it's great you've done this wonderful analysis, but if you spend too much time on the analysis and not too enough time on the insights, for me that's a problem. So that's the first thing I look at, right? The next thing I look at, besides doing that simple count, again, it's an, it's an insight ratio, is I would look at the complexity of the analysis you've done versus the insights you've generated. The rule of thumb here is that the insights must be, what's the word I'm looking for, more useful than the complexity of the analysis. And this is a very important uh, test. In every single study I've ever done, and that's over 90 studies in corporate strategy and operations and so on, we rarely do complicated analyses. That's a fact. People think we do very complicated analysis, but we don't. There are rare exceptions to that rule when we maybe do something in corporate finance and so on. But by and large, the analysis we do in management consulting is actually ridiculously simple. 
and the value we generate is from the insight from that analysis. In fact, if you look at the strategy training library we're going to release, the fir very first detailed study we're going to release is the merger between three technology companies that are merging in Ontario who want to compete in the US market, right? Now, people who hear the word merger study are immediately thinking very sophisticated financial models. And what we're going to show you is that you have to be very careful about understanding the problem you are trying to solve. Just because it's a merger study doesn't mean we're going to be doing these ridiculously complicated discounted cash flow models, measuring um, residual income and earnings volatility and so on. Yes, you need them in some merger studies, but our job as a management consulting firm is to see if the merger is viable in the first place. And what you're going to see there is that the analysis are very, very simple. Someone without a finance background could conceivably do it quite easily, actually, with some guidance. But where the value comes in is the insights we generate from what is really simple-looking analysis. So when you're a consultant, right, you're going to, you, I would say you want to do two things. When you're producing slides, you do these two tests. Ask yourself, firstly, is the bulk of your slides dedicated to the analysis or the bulk of your slides generated to the insights. Remember, lots of people can do analyses, right? CFAs, CAs, MBAs, they're all good at doing analyses. What's really hard is to say, okay, I've done the analysis, what is the insight from this? And in thinking through how you manage this first step, make sure that no more than 50% of your time is dedicated to analyses and 50% of your time, well, I would say, let's do it this way. 10 to 20% of your time should be dedicated to planning. 30 to 50% should be dedicated to analyses. And the rest, which could be anywhere from 50 to 30%, should be dedicated to what is the insight from this. Remember that the difference between a management consultant and everyone else is not that we do better analyses, it's, yes, we do do better analysis because of the way we structure it, but the main value is of the insight and the unique information or the unique picture that we see from the data, right? So spend more time on that. The second test you need to follow is that stay away from complex analyses. You know, I've been in presentations where the consultants are so enamored with the sophisticated analyses and so on that they're doing that they've never asked themselves is it necessary? So what happens is that if you want to show value to a consult to a client, some consulting firms border on the side of doing these really sophisticated analyses because they think they're adding value. But remember, the value you add to a client is not how sophisticated your analysis is because you can do very sophisticated analysis and produce ridiculous findings that don't help the client. The value you bring to the client is whether you can solve their problem and help them solve the problem better than anyone else. And that is mutually exclusive from the complexity of the analysis. Analyses generally that are very complex generally add very little value to a corporate strategy study. That's a fact. You know, people may look at this and say, but what about corporate finance? Isn't that complex? Well, corporate finance is not complex for the corporate finance people who are doing it. Yes, a layman looking in, someone who's never done discounted cash flow analysis, someone who's never measured betas and so on, will see it as being complex. But for the corporate finance person, it's not complex. It's actually pretty simple because if you look at the models being built by investment banks, they are orders of magnitude more complex than what a consulting firm is building in a corporate finance study. 
it's not that we can't build those models. We don't need to because it doesn't help us answer the problems we are trying to solve for a client. So the complexity of an analysis is is irrelevant at the end of the day. And when I'm sitting in a meeting, um, when, when I used to be a partner and I used to sit in meetings with consultants and they used to talk me through the analysis, it would be a small warning sign that goes off my head if they spend more time talking about how difficult the analysis was and you know how much effort they went in. Because to be honest, that's not really important to me. The analysis was difficult, yes, but was it necessary? How is the analysis linked to the hypothesis? Because you're doing the analysis to test the hypothesis, right? How is the analysis? How is the hypothesis then linked to the prioritized branch of the decision tree? Because the decision trees emanates from the objective function. And the next question I'll ask is: Is this decision tree correct for the objective function you are trying to maximize? And by and large, I've yet to see someone who can come to me and justify an exceedingly complex analysis, because every complex analysis, in inverted commas, complex, can be broken down into a set of simpler analyses, and it's the simpler analyses that I'm interested in, right? Related to this is that if you are doing something complex, let's assume you, you, there's a valid reason for you to do this complex analysis, I would expect that you would have preceded the complex analysis by doing a top-down, simpler version of the analysis using assumptions and estimates. It's almost a back-of-the-envelope calculation that showed me there's enough value in this area of the business that a more detailed aka complex version of the analysis is required but until i see that third step i'm never going to justify you going ahead to do the more complicated analysis so just to recap right when you're doing work as a consultant the majority of your slides must be on the insights and less must be on the actual analysis that's the first thing the second thing is that Complex analysis is usually not needed in corporate strategy. If your analysis is very complex, you should almost have an internal warning sign telling you you're doing something wrong. And the third thing is that if you want to do complex analysis and you feel you can justify it, then you need to justify it with a top-down estimate, which is usually a back-of-the-envelope calculation involving benchmarks, metrics, and very simplified analysis to point out there's a problem in this area which requires a more detailed analysis. But don't build your career around doing these complicated slides and assessments because the reality is even the most sophisticated client doesn't need sophisticated and complex analysis. They need simple analysis which gives them the right answer. And that's mutually exclusive from being complex. Now, as always, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to post them and I will respond to them.